0: hello welcome to stacked i'm amanda and i'm zipporah and we're two friends who connected over our shared love of books and their power to demystify the world around us so if you're the kind of
1: person who can't
0: leave their house without a book or you still remember the first book you couldn't put down or you love long journeys because it gives you a really good chance to read then join us each episode as we discuss the books we've read and how they've changed us, saved us, made us laugh and cry, or even disappointed us. It happens. <laughs> you can find Stacked wherever you get your
1: podcasts, and follow us on Instagram at the Stacked Pod. Hey, hello.
0: Hey. Hey, hey hi, friend. How are you doing? I'm good. It's a bit sore. A bit, sore. a bit sore. Why? Tell me about it. I've gone back to Barry's boot camp. Oh my god. Yeah. I've only Why gone and done do it? you guys do that to yourselves? I love it. Yeah. I love it. They because they do this. It's really. I feel like they looked at all the gyms in the world and said this and made a list of all the things that are bad about gyms mm-hmm. and then fixed it. Mm-hmm. Like there's no locks. You don't need locks. I, I would like that actually. There's so you can get water, but you just take it away like mm-hmm. you don't pay for, well you do pay for it but i used to think yeah. it was free i used to think it was free but then there was this bill on my my like statement that statement i'd be like what's that mm-hmm. and it was like water water, but yeah there's just it's just the soap even the soap in there mm-hmm. is special mm-hmm. unique yes. like it's so good <laughs> unique it's so good and the workout is intense and they they have your name on the screen so they'll be saying amanda come on I see you're not doing anything (laughs) do it better and I need that kind of encouragement yeah
1: that personalized bullying
0: good what have you been up to this week I'm actually
1: back to reading now
0: what are you reading reading again I I say
1: again it was like all weeks
0: (laughs) been a long time (laughs) left you left you without a dope book okay Go and finish it then. I couldn't remember the rest without a dope book to step to. (laughs) Step to, step to.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I started reading. And you know what I'm actually really, really into recently is Caribbean fiction.
0: Mm. They
1: can write over there. Listen. They can write. It was after I read how the one-armed sister sweeps the house earlier this year, and I enjoyed it I've so heard much. Of that book. Yeah, it's actually really, really good. I'm not gonna lie. Like the way that she—I can't remember who wrote it now. I want to say Sherry Jones. It's
0: such a distinct name that I feel like. A-
1: yeah, you should actually read that. I am enjoy literally it. writing it down. Yeah, the right way now. that she built that narrative up was. Insane, really, really good. So, I just felt like I wanted to explore a bit more Caribbean fiction, so I started reading The Book of Night Women by Marlon James.
0: Oh, did he write Get, Get Millie, Millie Black? Black? I don't know,
1: mm. but he wrote The Black Leopard, Red Wolf. Mm. Oh, and A Brief History of Seven Killings. Oh, definitely. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he got the Booker Prize for that one, uh, or was yeah, yeah, I think he, he did,
0: yeah, and he wrote. Get Millie Black and it's becoming a series. Oh really? Yeah.
1: Oh. But yeah, so I started reading the Book of Night Women and just yeah, incredible. So good. Oh um, what is it about? So it's about kind of like Jamaica and it's set during slavery times. Mm. So it's definitely like very dark subject matter. But it's just really well written. Okay. I'm really enjoying it. Nice. hmm And also I like that the name like the main character's name is Lilith. I love love that that name. So do I. I think it's like... It's
0: (laughs) it's like dark and sweet. Yeah, exactly. And it's
1: like, why can't we name people Lilith? I am. You've got to name your child Lilith. In the middle somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) Watch me double back. Yeah, when people think your child's a double child.
0: I like the name. It's a beautiful name. Yeah, Mm. Not a double child. (laughs) No, literally, people would be like, Lilith... Get behind me. <laughs> get, get back. <laughs> I wish they could see us doing the cross. Oh, yeah. No, I haven't. I haven't been reading this week. No. Like I said, no, I haven't. Yeah. You've I've been, been watching. Out. I've been working. I've been watching stuff. Oh, what have you been watching? I watch Thirteenth District. Oh. It's this French film yeah. because French films are like the books I like mm. about domestic life. Mm-hmm. Nothing crazy happens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They go to school. They come home. They have arguments. I like to watch that stuff. Mm-hmm. So I watched a french film again but this time not by mistake and it's called 13th district it was really good it was a romance but not the kind of romance that i hate Mm, where it's like cheesy one yeah oh my gosh i hate you i love you no Mm. it was really good i'm not going to say any more than that because what's good about it is nothing to do with the plot it's just visually stunning Mm. good acting and it just made me want to be a filmmaker and you know in popular opinion i like the french who, who said it? When people say they don't... I said it? I can't relate. Yeah. I really like French people. Like, they're literally effortlessly
1: cool. They can't help it.
0: It is true. I enjoy true. that. I like that. <laughs>
1: this week, we're going to be looking into The Joys of Motherhood by Bucci and Machetta, which we both love so, so, so much. So this is kind of like an honest, lived, intimate insight into life as a woman in working-class colonial Nigeria, which I always kind of thought of it as, like, if things fall apart was about women. Mm. Except, you know, obviously just a little bit later in the timeline, but kind of like that, you know?
0: Also because it feels like we didn't get a lot of this the female perspective. In
1: things fall apart, exactly. So I feel like this kind of, like, fills in some of those gaps that were left there and essentially it follows new ego a woman who we meet as a mother and kind of like then we go into the numerous kind of incidences and sacrifices that have led to her becoming a mother and being a mother as well as almost all the women before not all the women before her but like we get to see like her mom's journey to motherhood as well which i thought was like really interesting and provided a lot of context yeah, so that's what it is, essentially. It's a book about motherhood. Uh, really ironically titled, right? The <laughs> Joys of Motherhood, because there's nothing joyous about this book.
0: Honestly, it is, yeah,
1: it's quite dark. Yeah, quite dark, quite... I cried, for sure.
0: Yeah, no, but Bucci and Michetta just, I... Like, she's amazing. Mm. I just have... I. I only started reading her very late. I don't know when you, when did you come No, same, her? Mm-hmm.
1: like in my early 20s, I'd say. I was, S-
0: SOAS has a festival. Yeah, like a boot has a festival. Really? So, yeah, so that's how I heard about her because I was doing my masters and then I just, one of my friends was like at, on the reception desk for it. Mm-hmm. So I came to visit her and I was like, what are you doing here? What is this? She was, and, I, and literally from there, I, I bought one of her. This was the first book I bought, The Joys of Motherhood. And yeah, I've just been obsessed ever since. Yeah, how can you not be? I mean, and also like
1: what a life story as well, right? Yeah. Yeah. Born and grew up poor in Nigeria, had to struggle and scrape to even get an education which her parents didn't even want her to get, right? Mm. Or oh, her mum didn't want her to get. Um, and then luckily, uh, good Samaritan like paid for a scholarship?
0: Yeah, I think she... Yeah, because I remember that all the other kids at school were rich and she yeah. was on a scholarship. Yeah. And mm-hmm. She said she felt really bad about it because she would just have to stay on campus while they all went back home. Mm. But yeah, she said it gave her time to read.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then she gave us all of this. And I mean, she moved to... UK with her husband at quite a young age right? like 1920 1920 and had a quick succession like succession of kids
0: oh I don't even know how she did that I don't know to be fair a couple of them were twins but like still oh she had two sets of
1: twins yeah I think two sets of twins
0: oh okay (laughs) I really thought she just had five children wait no maybe
1: I'm lying
0: I'm sure she has one set of twins
1: yeah yeah there's definitely a set of twins Yeah, that much I know and girls right can't help you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, she um, has like five kids with this man in the space of like
0: five four minutes. or
1: five years. <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, might as well be. I don't know how she did that. And and I remember you telling me about this and I was like, I couldn't believe it. The thing about her husband burning her manuscript, like yeah, her, first manuscript. her first manuscript.
0: The bride price. It ended up being maybe her fifth... Book in the end because she came oh. back and rewrote it. She really. She wrote. That's why that book is so amazing to me because yeah. it was burnt and she had to come back and say, like she showed it to him and said, "They think I'm good. They think I can write. Yeah, and read it." She goes out. She comes back. She sees him feeding the fire her pages oh and it's handwritten God. back then. Oh obviously, my- men can kill. <laughs> but I'm that. That actually was like a breaking point for her. Yeah. Yeah. How
1: could it not be? And I love. The fact that like after that she was literally like, I'm gonna take me and my dozens of children <laughs> and we're leaving. <laughs> all of all, of us. Yeah, all, all <laughs> of us are leaving right now.
0: So yeah, this ironic title. Yeah. The joys of motherhood. So do you think motherhood is joyful? I think
1: it can be. And I mean also you like disclaimer. <laughs> Neither me or amanda are actually mothers no we don't have kids
0: (laughs) and they're not on the way yeah like (laughs) no like in maybe maybe in the future but not
1: not currently so this is all not exactly hypothetical but i think that is what i personally really enjoyed about this book and why i consider it to be a book that made me yeah and that's because of like the way that it kind of like Solidified the way that I feel about motherhood, which is that it's all about sacrifice. Too much about sacrifice.
0: I felt like it was more like a warning, like don't. No, that's do, what I mean. Yeah, like don't do motherhood like me, Oh. because I was I read it and I I want to I still want to be a mum, but I read it thinking, oh, but not like that. Yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I won't be taking that path. Yeah, not that kind of motherhood. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but. Yeah, like I think I the the model of motherhood I have witnessed is more like the one in this book. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that is scary.
1: Mm. I mean, it's a widely accepted one, isn't it? Exactly. Yeah. Why?
0: I think it's scary because I can't ever believe giving so much of myself for mm. nothing. Mm. Cuz mm. essentially that's what she got. Mm. No, she got worse than nothing because <laughs> she did get worse than nothing she just lost so much Mm -hmm. and I didn't I just didn't I just thought why for what Mm. and I didn't feel like to what end to what it didn't feel like there was any give and take it just Mm -hmm. felt like give 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 with the with her hope that oh my children are going to take care of me or like honor me and none of that came Mm -hmm. and that is scary to dedicate your life to something and to never arrive at the fruit of your sacrifice yeah, and not even enjoy the journey, mm. Oh, then it's like, what? what? Yeah. How to mm. look in the mirror.
1: That is really the true tragedy like of this book. And I think this book is literally a tragedy. Oh! Like in the classic Shakespeare's sense. got nothing yeah, on the joys like, of motherhood. In the classic sense. This is a tragedy. And I completely agree. She got nothing for it in the end. And not even in the beginning.
0: <laughs> no, in the beginning, I felt like... When she had her first son.
1: Mm, yeah. And to be fair, so I felt like she went into motherhood because she felt that it would validate her place as a woman. Exactly. Right? That was the narrative back then. And maybe even to a sense still now. I agree. Yeah? Where it's like...
0: Yeah, so I think... To like not,
1: not, f- become a full woman, you have to be a mother. Almost. I think it's
0: still a thing. Yeah. yeah. Sadly. It It's really hard talking about this when you're not a mother but I feel like I'm more saying I'm more thinking about it if I like when I am or if I am th- mm. this is it, I feel like it's informing an approach. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And also it, it gives you a perspective of your own mother. Yeah. Oh God, yeah. Because I just think I love my mum. Mm. My mum I love your mum too. <laughs> Shout out <laughs> to Amanda's mum. Shout out to Warrior's mum. Yeah, I know and I think that I admire her and everything. I don't know if I could sacrifice as much as she has. Mm, mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm built like that. Mm. But I think she's, I think she is more balanced. I don't know who, who's gone as far as Inuego. Like, mm. I don't know who has gone that far.
1: Oh, they're out there. Yeah. They're out there. They're walking among us. But then, <laughs> do you think it's like a generational thing? Like this kind of um, feeling that you need to sacrifice so much of yourself?
0: I don't think back in... I don't know. I think it's generational, but I do think there are always going to be women who are not ready to sacrifice everything. Oh, 100%. Just, 100%. Yeah.
1: But I feel like as... I feel like in our generation, you're mm. more likely to find those women than, let's say, our mum's generation. Yeah. yeah, Just because we have so much more kind of choice. Mm-hmm. You know, and not even just like as an illusion. It's not just the illusion of choice. I feel like today you really can choose to be like, I'm not going to be a mom. And, you know, people might be about it, but like it won't really affect your social standing. The way like in this, in the joys of motherhood, like her inability to produce a child was literally affecting her social standing.
0: ( Divúngheit) mental health. Her mental
1: health, her physical health. Everything. Like, everything. Her
0: family, her ancestors, everybody was upset. Her dad was involved.
1: Would you say then, do you think that motherhood is inherently thankless? Like, this book is kind of trying to tell us that it is, or it might be.
0: I don't know that it's, like, thankless, but it feels like there's no promise that if you do X, Y, Z, your children are going to, one, turn out a certain way, Mm. to be grateful that you did it. Mm. They might turn around and say, I didn't ask you to, which is scary.
1: <laughs> Very scary.
0: But you know, but it's also true. Like the the oldest son, the way that he, I, it really hurt me. He said, I got to put me first. <laughs> but it was hard for me to watch him after this, like everything that she went through. Yeah. Even when he was ill and they were hungry. And yeah. For him to turn around and act like he didn't know who she was or what she did. Mm. And to be honest, children maybe they don't really, at that time, can you really appreciate what sacrifice is mm. and what is being given? So can you be held accountable for something you didn't really understand or I don't know. But it was, I think that's what, that's what it's saying It's that like, not that it's thankless but it's just there was never a promise that you were going to get. Mm. It's like you went, you have children because you wanted them mm. and you have to accept that there is a responsibility you have a responsibility to raise them yeah. for 18 or however years. Mm. And after that, You also have to remember that you have a life and they have one too that they're going to move forward Mm. with and that might not include you. Might not include you. Mm -hmm. Or even include respecting anything that you did. Yeah, and I think even
1: importantly, might not even look like what you thought it would have looked like. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah.
0: And also, you don't even know if you did a good job Mm. until the end. Mm. (laughs) You don't know. Like, sometimes I feel like parents are... Confused about how come you don't have all these you're not performing our culture in this way, but when did you <laughs> when did you instill that in me mm. but you don't you because they don't appreciate that it was instilled in them, they just thought it was automatic, Inherent. yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so I think that's the thing about motherhood there's no promises you just try your best yeah. and you try to keep in the balance your own life because <laughs> No one owes you. Anything. No, no one. You. No one owes you. Not even your own kids. <laughs> but I think most children are grateful. Yeah, I think. Mm-hmm. Grateful, definitely. So thinking of my first impressions when I read the book, just off the jump, mm. I have never been so gripped by the first few lines of a book. I was. When she was, like, storming down the road, I was like, who is this woman? Yeah. Where is she going? Mm-hmm. Why is she? What is happening? And I was just, you know, mm-hmm. locked in. And I feel like this is something that Bucci and Menchetto is so good at. Every chapter feels like a book, mm. like a, a whole world. And, and also very cliffhanger-esque. Like, every time you get to the end, you're like, you just want to move on to the next. Like, I feel like I'm watching a K-drama, you know? Mm-hmm. Also... Anyway, we'll talk about it later. <laughs> but yeah, I just think her writing style is very episodic. Mm. And I don't know, it just feels so clean mm. and really well built. I just imagine someone who like story builds, it almost. she almost writes like yeah. film. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I really love, I love that. That was something I really enjoyed about her writing. Yeah. And I remember like literally going on Amazon, just looking for the rest of her books because simply because of that style. Yeah.
1: I think I agree, like especially in the joys of motherhood, kind of like when we see the, we start off with like, we'll see New Ego, but then we go back to like, it goes like the mother and then we go back to the mother's mother. And Mm -hmm. then just that like episode where they're like showing us New Ego's mother's life and how she came to give birth to her. That could have been a book like on its own. That little segment, I was so obsessed with it so like rich yeah the writing literally so rich so good that when it came time to go back to new record i was kind of like oh
0: her mom sounds cool as her her mom was so cool i love that is it her dad or her her, the kind of her grandfather it would be who called her who no but who called her mom on her like jewelry oh yeah i thought that was so cute yeah Mm -hmm. yeah likes jewels but i thought her mom was like I'm glad you brought up her mom. I thought that her mom, the relationship she had with Ineego's dad, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. was like I don't. If I even find it hard to believe that that kind of relationship existed. Mm-hmm. That her own father, like Ineego's grandfather, was saying, "I'm not going to marry her off because she. I don't have any. She didn't. He didn't have any children, mm-hmm. and she was she was like a son to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then. Uh, something else I thought was interesting was that her mum was saying, you know, if I give birth to a son, I have to give it to my dad. Yeah. But if I have a daughter, you can have her. But I don't I didn't really What did you think of that? Well, because you
1: know like at the time, of course, uh, as much as like he loved like his daughter and honor, it kind of felt like the love wasn't enough to carry a clan of people. <laughs> <laughs> you know? like, that was just the thing back then. Like unfortunately he couldn't have left everything to her yeah so I think that's why one he didn't want to marry her off because then he'd be leaving everything to her husband yeah yeah, yeah. and it yeah. was more just about she stays single and I love that he gave her the freedom
0: so again we've reached out to you guys to hear about your impressions of the book and we have some anonymous thoughts So Anonymous has said, she said, that book was the saddest thing I have ever read in my life. I clearly remember that I kept waiting for the happy ending. I kept waiting for the time where Inu Ego's life would finally turn around for good, but it never came. She goes on to say that Inu Ego's marriage showed her that lots of times women swallow abuse for the sake of their children, and men capitalise on that. She said, I vividly remember Inuego's child tearing up the money innocently and Inuego nearly losing it. It also brought about the intersection of racism and sexism. Here was her husband, lord of their small house, stooping for white people and enduring insults. The hurt I felt from reading Joys of Motherhood was very different, very raw and chronic. I still feel part of it every time I think of the book, even right now. From knowing that the story does not end when I shut the book, I know people who live like this in reality. I know people will continue this reality. I know that if I had children myself, I could also suffer some of the things in that book. They say a mother's work never ends, and Bucci and really showed it in her novel. It is fiction, but at the same time, it is not. Sometimes I wish I had never read the book in the first place. Wow. I hate the helplessness of the female characters. I feel like the book is not over thank you
1: anonymous
0: for that very heartfelt
1: response so what she said there specifically about women enduring abuse for the sake of their children and men capitalizing on it and realizing that you know they can get away with a lot like that really that hits home but why is it that you need to accept abuse because of kids Like in these situations where a woman is partnered with a man uh, who is abusive in like any kind of way or whatever, why is it that we feel like we need to endure that for the kids? How is it beneficial to the children? I've always wondered that.
0: I mean, in this context, is it kind of just bearing the brunt of it so the children don't have to yeah or do you mean staying in that, mean staying in the relationship mm-hmm. i think probably economics like can i support myself mm-hmm. by myself mm-hmm. and then in terms of my society will they respect me mm-hmm. if i go like true. shame and pride mm-hmm. true and obviously for her she was ready to to die if anything happened to her children mm. yeah but do you
1: think the female characters were helpless
0: you say they they were helpless in this work. I didn't feel like her mum was helpless at all. Not at all. I feel like her mum had so much agency. Mm-hmm. Even, not just that was given to her by her father, but even... That she took. That she took. Mm. Yeah. And so, yeah, I didn't feel like all of them were helpless, but maybe what Anonymous is saying that is that they... Yeah, maybe some of the boundaries that they were working within are too small. Mm. Because what if her mum didn't want to give her firstborn son to her dad I don't know I feel like she did though <laughs> oh yeah she did yeah <laughs> she did I feel like she did mm-hmm. but this thing about that you know that the book isn't over and that this is still happening mm-hmm. yeah do you feel like fathers are stepping up the joys of fatherhood like do you think that book what What would that book look what like what
1: would the joys it'd of fatherhood it'd be shorter look like?
0: the joys of fatherhood would probably be joyous until the end <laughs> <laughs>
1: Until the
0: end. I feel like as children get older, they start to love their mothers and appreciate. Yeah, that's why I said Uh, until the end. And then, like, the children wake up and they're like, you ain't even been here.
1: (laughs) Exactly. Now you're in a nursing home alone. It's giving Sula.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I do feel sad that... I I think what's difficult is that we might say that, you know, oh it's sad that this is happening right now but then part of me feels like but is are these women happy like is it actually giving them a lot of pride because sometimes it does turn out well sometimes Mm -hmm. your children become exactly what you want them to be Mm -hmm. or something along the lines or Mm -hmm. they're successful and then you get to reap all those rewards Mm -hmm. because when your children do things wrong people ask who raised you you know (laughs) Mm -hmm. and when you do things right they ask who raised you (laughs) (laughs) So sometimes people are investing and they're saying, "I'm about to raise something." Yeah, <laughs> they're about to like Beyonce's oh, I'm mom. Something Beyonce, <laughs> Beyonce's mom is just enjoying. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And she, like, I'm sure she sacrificed. And when you, if mm. if if any Echo had done all this and it had gone well, I would feel differently.
1: Yeah, this would be the joys of motherhood, actually. And I
0: think that is maybe the real issue here. Is like, is it okay to forego? Fifty years of happiness for another human being's happiness Mm. is that okay don't know
1: I don't know I don't know don't know I almost want to say no but that's just me
0: don't know yeah when we have kids we'll we'll do another episode when you have kids (laughs) when I have kids we'll do another episode (laughs) but thank you anonymous yeah thank you anonymous
1: So, now it's time for book requests. Book wrecks. Yeah, book wrecks from the book fairies. <laughs> <laughs> but today's one is really interesting, actually. I've been wanting to get hard. into this one. It is hard. But also, I thought it would be fun. Yeah, now I'm excited. I'm going to try to not drag it. <laughs> <laughs> so... Today we have a 24-year-old black man, and he says that he's not a big reader. The last book he read was in GCSE English. Of Mice and Men. Oh oh my god, I was literally (laughs) thinking of Mice and Men. Lord of the the Flies. (laughs) (laughs) To Kill a Mockingbird. We know the vibes. And he's trying to broaden his horizons through books, but doesn't want to read anything that's too hard. Don't blame you, you haven't read since GCSE. Okay, uh, so, he's leaning more towards fiction with a black male protagonist, but he doesn't want a black struggle story, okay, which what, I love for that. What,
0: well, what is a black struggle story? Because all stories have some struggle. Yeah. So, what's a black struggle story? Yeah, but don't
1: let the struggle be surrounding my blackness.
0: Uh, okay. You know? Is I, that, it's like, just you mean problems. no slave novels? Yeah. <laughs> no slave novels. Okay. Well, Washington Black. <laughs> the first recommendation is Washington Black. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, yeah, so black male protagonist, not a struggle story. Yeah. Watching triumph. Story of triumph. It's a story. There we go. Yeah. That's what he needs a story of triumph. And an easy read. It's an easy read. For sure. Okay. Okay, so that's a good one.
0: I would also recommend an orchestra of minorities because black male protagonist, and it's not a black struggle story. He It's about someone who marries above his, like, He's, he's um, working, he's working, yeah, but I hate saying that. He's (laughs) he's working class, she's middle to upper class. Yeah. And it's just about that. And it's about love, but not in, again, not in a cheesy, corny way. Mm -hmm. But it's also about someone who is choosing to live this simple life and Mm -hmm. is very happy and really good at what he does and doesn't want more than that, but to be like a decent person as Mm -hmm. well. And I, I just feel like it really explores as well, like male, male. Um, vulnerability. Mm, um, nice. Yeah, I think it's actually really, really good. Mm-hmm. Really well written. It also explores Ibo. Is it cosmol? Is it cosmology? Because it speaks about. It's basically his chi. It's written from the perspective of his chi mm. advocating on his behalf. Oh, that's cool.
1: Yeah. Mm. It's, An orchestra of minorities. Yeah,
0: it's really good. That sounds really so, interesting. I'm gonna write that down. Yeah. We hope that helped. Uh, we
1: hope you read that, and if you do, let us know how that goes. Actually. Right?
0: I'd love to hear,
1: like, you know... People's... Yeah, people's reactions to yeah. our recommendations. So, yeah, make yeah. our day.
0: Okay, so back to the joys of motherhood, to talk takeaways. Yeah. from <laughs> I'm just saying... I'm just saying I can't come and die. That's my takeaway. <laughs> <right> <laughs> <laughs> that's my takeaway. <laughs> Period. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's all that needs to be said. I think we can all I think we can leave it there. I can't come and die. Diva- Thank you so much. Yeah. <laughs> Thank but, you for listening to this episode. Genuinely, that is why I took that it's not that deep. Yeah. Yeah. I have this there has got to be balance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's about the you have to enjoy the journey too, guys. Exactly. It's not always the destination. Just a destination. <laughs> so, that's that's it. Yeah. <laughs>
1: No, completely agree. Like, what more can you actually say?
0: I think that Bucci Emma Chatter's message here is clear. Crystal clear. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Thanks again for tuning into this episode. Next episode, we'll be delving into some non-fiction with Virginia Woolf's A Room of One's Own. So excited.
1: Mm, So this is one of my picks, and it's essentially a little was you know it was literally just a speech that she did in 1929 that she then turned into like a little book just because it was so well it did what it had to be done
0: yes <laughs> <laughs> and that's what happened <laughs> yeah I can't wait it's really good I'm really enjoying reading it yeah I think we'll have like a lot of good discussions around
1: like writing and female writers and female art as well okay the ways in which we produce that so should be fun
0: yeah and then in the meantime as usual, you can find us on Instagram at the Stacked Pod. Please join our book community. You can follow me, Amanda, at Amanda Afua. And me, Zipporah, at Black and This has been Stacked. And remember, to pick up a book. Stacked is part of the ACAST Amplifier, in collaboration with CC Co. The executive producer was Iwan Obinyan, with production by ii Studios.